Welcome to the latest edition of Diamond in the Pod, brought to you by Down the Rabbit Hole Media. This episode is going to all be about relationships, the people in our lives that have made us who we are. And it all starts now. All right. So this podcast is brought to you by Down the Rabbit Hole Media. There's a ton of other content cooking right there, cooking there right now. We have six other shows putting out consistent content, mostly sports at this time, but we also have a lot of health and wellness and family type podcasts. So I consider this a family type podcast also, but mostly wellness and making sure everybody is doing well. And of course, Chris and CT are back in the building, in the flesh. It's been a long time coming. Gentlemen, how are you? I'm upset that, that it took this long. Upset. And I, I blame I blame the devil. <laughs> but um, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful feeling to be next to you guys once again. And back to the, to the audience, forgive us, but you know, life happens. Yeah, life happens. It's a family reunion, right, Chris? I mean, there's only really one way to say it. I feel at home. So I'll leave right there. Right there. Good. Well, you always have a chair here at this table at any time. Well, maybe not really, but like sometimes. And we're going to make it work when we can. So thanks to everybody for chiming in. Now, if you're joining us for the first time on Diamond on the Pod, you should know this is a show about breaking the stigma around mental health, especially for young men, because we happen to be, I mean, I'm the old man, but we could be considered on the younger side i think uh in the man category and above all just attempting to help our listeners find their voice or get the help they might need uh an enormous factor in being a healthy individual is building and maintaining relationships so ct this topic was actually your idea what you know months ago over the moon like it might seem like a distant relative yeah but uh First of all, why did you want to do this topic? Let's start there. Because we all met because of a relationship that was created with amongst, you know, all three of us. Like we all have similar, you know, situations that we that we go through life and it brought us to that core, diamond in the pond. And oh yeah. The moment that you approached me with the idea of creating this podcast, without hesitation, I knew I was uh, you know, ready to accept and to share what whatever I, perspective that I, that I had in life. And same thing with Chris. We all, we all have, you know, that underdog mentality. And um, this relationship, it, it changed, you know, it changed his lives. And Chris, I remember the podcast was kind of your idea, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It was your initial idea. So yes, yes. there would be no diamond if you hadn't started the original well, sculpture. Yes, yes and no, because, you know, as you know, I don't know if you knew. I, I don't know if you knew about this, but I think this might have been before we met. I'm not too sure, but I put a poll out on Instagram, and I always wanted to make a podcast, and I could just never find anyone to do it. And I was like, I need a host to do it with because I, I I don't think anyone wants to just hear me talk. And then if you had reached out and you were very persistent and you kept reaching out to me and said, Are we going to do this? Are we going to do this? And I was like, All right. Well, I got someone, so now it's now or never. So, yes, technically, I'm the one who created it, but you're the one who pushed it to the next level, and 
So brought, it was a Triforce. Yeah, it was a Triforce. And now we have down the rabbit hole media, and it's just, oh yeah, it's snowballing. Well, Snow is cool. It's it's very it's very cool actually to to think about where we were. I want to say a year ago, maybe to now. So there's a lot of things in the, in the works. There's a lot of things going on behind the scenes, and make sure you do follow down the rabbit hole. Oh yes, there is a lot of great shows on there, and not just this one. So. And I appreciate that, man. We got to play together on the court at the same time for the first time in uh, maybe 90 days or so. I'm going to go with that estimate. It's somewhere between 80 or 90 days. That That's a lot of days if you really think about it. I mean, it's like a season. It's a season of time. It's a, you know, a quarter of the Earth's rotation around the sun where we were not exactly all together at the same time. So... How did it feel to be on the same court with the guys again? Yeah. Me, um, personally, being the one that was absent, um, it, it, it was painful to be away from you guys. But it was beautiful to hear you guys, you know, to, to motivate each other and continue to keep this thing going. But when I returned, oh, my God, that, that, that energy that, that we all missed. That it was loud. <laughs> yeah. Oh it was big time. It was big time. It, it was it was it was screeching with joy. Like like I genuinely did not want to leave. I, I didn't want time to be up. Like it felt good to to see everybody's progression. It felt it felt good to see everybody's like smiles despite all the like the tears they may have cried outside of that gym. Like it, it was amazing. And we always try to keep the energy high in the gym. I mean, we always have those recaps for you, even when you're not there. Like we always there's like a re- usually it's Chris that provides a very ESPN quality type summary of the, everyone's performances. So, yeah, uh, I certainly like you have to feel like you never left, at least with the, the coverage that you've been getting. Uh, so what relationships have you valued the most in your life? Chris, I'm going to start with you. Like if you I, I, listen, I don't really want to consider this favorites because everybody has a lot of different relationships in their life that are impactful. But if you have to, like if like first the first one that like pops in your head when we start thinking about this, like, what would you say? Your grandparents, hundred percent. For me personally, because mm-hmm. I know I've said it on here plenty of times, but they just do not make them like they used to make them. Uh, you could literally go to your grandparents if they're still alive; they're passed away. Uh, you could go up to them for anything, and I think that that's even for both of you guys. Um, if you were fortunate enough to, you know, have a relationship with your grandparents. And I just think that their advice, they've literally been through it all. So like, like they, they've seen it all, they've done it all. And I just think that that's the best relationship that, that comes to mind, at least for, for me personally. How about you, CT? Um, Who was there for you the most? Was there for me right now, brought me to this table. I, God, like... If it wasn't for my grandmother, my grandmother was the first person to introduce me, my family, my siblings, et cetera, to, to who God was and who he could be for you. And since the moment, you know, she introduced, introduced that to me, I've, I've prayed consistently. I pray before every meal. I pray before, you know, I go to bed. Every day I wake up, I'm thankful because if it wasn't for his guidance, you know, in his word, and his impact on this world. Like you see the biggest celebrities, you see everybody when they when they think when they give thank you speeches, who are they thinking? Most most of the time. And that's that relationship has 
made me who I am today. It's the reason you guys love me. And it's the reason that I'm able to be who I, who I am consistently. Yeah. I mean, that's just, uh, I appreciate you sharing your spiritual relationship that you have. I have to say my mother, I think, because simply just because every value that I have that I think is like most important, I can just think in, that goes back into like the fundamentals of how she raised me. So I, I would have to just go mama's boy, number one, like just no questions asked about it. Can't even, can't even argue. I have a relationship with my grandparents. And I would say, you know, on the subject of spirituality, I have maybe an up and down relationship with God, to be really honest with you, you know, not to kill the vibe or anything, just trying to be completely honest because I I try and look at things logically. Sometimes I have a hard time understanding why certain things happen. Like it's difficult for me to rationalize the real reasons. So whenever I get into that sort of feeling, I'm able to lean hev more heavily on the relationships that I've been able to experience firsthand. So I I appreciate all you guys sharing uh, your personal experiences with your, I mean, your favorites, let's be honest. I'm just, I'd like to do my best to like, to like give you the answers that you're searching for. Because you do. I'd like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're very close. That's so, like God. And then like you a little bit underneath that for me in terms of the guy, in terms of guidance. I appreciate that. Um, a lot of people have told me like, why do certain things happen? If God is so powerful as the God is somebody, mm -hmm. um, you know, people, you know, they, God's there, but then there's also the devil. And he's just as like clever, even more than God is. Like he, his power isn't the same. But let's just say, if something was to happen to me, a lot of people like, oh my God, that Anthony, you know what I mean? Like CT, as 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 graceful and as faithful as I am, as as powerful as the impact that I've had, the devil does not want me alive. He does not want me to create the impacts that I make. He wants room, you know, downstairs. So he's going to do whatever it takes to, to to take a good person from this world so that he can corrupt this world. So you're always you're always going every day thinking there's literally like the, the shoulder angel and the shoulder devil on everybody, like, you know, that analogy that everybody more or less goes through temptation. Yeah. And what can we, since we, you know, let's keep this going. What can we learn from these people about the relationships in our lives. I have the word people, but for you, it's obviously more than just a person. That? So question number two that I had on my sheet was what can we learn from these people about the relationships in our lives? Like I was just trying to kind of build from question one. I wasn't anticipating your answer, to be honest. I thought you were going to say, you know, someone else, but I think we can keep going with it. What, what can we learn from your, in your case, your relationship with God, and your your case, your relationship with your grandparents, Chris? I just think that I don't know. I got to think about this. I'm gonna give it to you first because I got to think about this because I I have an answer, but I learned how to think. I learned that um with with great power comes great responsibility. Spider Man told me that too. <laughs> So there you go. Well, this Spider-Man is basically the Bible. So many people, so many people, you know, they give thanks to God for, for what he does. But he gives you the tools. You have to do the work. Mm -hmm. And 
I like I literally watch as if people, you know, watch people praise this man to, to like literally you like this will make people laugh. Like there, you, you will see people in, in church catching Caesars. Like you ever heard the Holy Ghost? Like that's how much like it's like this, this off subject. But Michael Jackson, whenever people see that man's face or like see them on stage, a lot of people catching Caesars just just by his presence. Oh yeah, that's what it is when when people you know think about God like. Because he's he gives you the tools, and then once you put in the work, and once you once you're consistent, and you're faithful. The impact that you you will be able to create afterwards it's it's life changing. So, I learned that as God as God gives me these gifts, these tools that I you know I can share with the world, I have to use them wisely. And if I don't, you know, bad things will happen. And Chris, obviously, there are a lot of different types of relationships in our lives. I mean, you're speaking of a very positive relationship that you have that you have with God, but there are positive relationships and there are also negative relationships. What types of positive relationships in your life do you still reflect on that like make you you? But also what other what types of negative relationships do you still reflect on that make you you? What do you think? Adversity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like everyone sitting at this table, like you said earlier, holds a very big chip on our shoulder. And I think that we're all of us, I don't, I don't want to speak for all of us, but we don't like to be told we can't do something. And we don't like to be told that, you know, something's impossible and stuff like that. Um, but to answer your first question, uh, to go back on it, sorry. That no, you backtracking. No, no, all good. But uh, my answer would be patience. Because um, I watched two people love each other since they were 16 years old. And then he went away to the war and they came back. And they got married at 18 years old. And they've been married for 60 years. I'd rest their souls. But patience would be my answer because that, you know, we're on the topic of relationships. So 60 years is a long time Low to down. be with someone and... That requires a lot of patience, and I think that if you have patience in this world, anything is possible, and the sky's really the limit. I love it. Ooh, I absolutely love it. But now I'm going to ask you the same question that you just said, because I want you to be able to answer your own questions that you're asking us. <laughs> That's tricky. I didn't know that could happen. I didn't know that could happen at any time. All right. Um, well, I mean, in terms of positive relationships, yeah, it, it was basically everything that I would try and value in myself, like anything that I would pass on to anyone else that's struggling is just to always just try and remember the golden rule. Don't do anything to someone else that you wouldn't want to do for yourself. Like just be respectful and kind overall because everybody's either got some other perspective or going through something and it's probably better to live in a world where people are just overall kind to each other. So that I believe is a fundamental value that I took from a very good relationship I had in my life with my mother about being respectful and treating people right. Uh, but, you know, negative relationships, you know, I, I, sometimes you yeah, have friendships go sour. So obviously, we've all been dumped. Ew, it sucks. Uh, and sometimes you do kind of reflect, like, what if I, you know, my grandfather used to say, speaking of grandparents, mm -hmm. uh, what, what if frogs didn't have... You know, frogs have wings, they wouldn't bump their asses when they hop, basically. Because you ever, like, reflect on something and be like, well, what if I did this, or what if I didn't do that? And then what, if you were start, if he ever caught you, like, saying, like, too many, like, what ifs, like, you were getting, like, way off track from, like, what is actually in the present, 
he would say if frogs had wings, they wouldn't bump their asses when they hop, which is like just such a stupid thing to say. And I think that's the overall point. Like you're being stupid and you got to kind of just come back into the present. It's, it's a saying. He spoke in sayings. That was the every, everything was a riddle. He kind of had to be on your toes all the time with how he was, but it was, it was cool. Uh, so yeah, definitely. That would be how I would answer those questions. And I do think it is possible that both of these can shape you, shape me into a better, being a better person. And every, you know, positive and negative relationship you guys have can make you into a better person. Yes? No? I mean, 100 levels in. Can I just, sorry to cut you off. No, you're not. Can I play something because now would be the perfect time to continue this conversation. It's, I don't want to mess the audio. Keep it, I might be able to do something later on like a promo, promotional aspect if you send me whatever this video is, okay. but you can show show it now. Okay, I'll, yeah, I just don't want to like make it too loud, so it was tea. And if I can leave you with anything, I want to leave you with this. Hear me clearly when I say this. There are people who come to your life sometimes to be there for a season. They weren't meant to be there always. Sometimes we find ourselves hooked up with people that we think are there for a lifetime, but they were only supposed to be there for a season. There are people who come in your life like boosters for a rocket. If you ever watch a rocket go into space, the boosters fall off when it reaches a certain altitude. Some people are not equipped to handle the altitudes that you're going to. So don't be afraid when they fall off. They're not bad people. They just couldn't go where you're going. Whoa. All right. So if the sound, so hypothetically, if the sound quality was not up to par, I probably can do some stuff in post. So you just showed us a nice, uh, it was a TikTok to be completely famous, but it was, it was a nice one. It was a Tyler good, positive one. Tyler Perry. Yes. Thank you. And yeah, no, absolutely applicable to exactly what we're talking about. You look like you had something you want to say. Oh, I never got to um, speak on uh, the negative subject. Like, well, you're just such a positive person. <laughs> you would, so go well, go for it. Go. So, like I said, to, to uh, answer your... You were searching for an answer of the devil. Basically, he uses the people that I love the most. He uses some of the best friends, you know, et cetera. People that, that if I felt like I needed anything, I could go to against me. My grandmother, like, she's, like, my best friend, but also my worst enemy in disguise. Like, he would, he literally, like, antagonizes me, tries to, like, bring me, bring me to, to a, uh, to a place that I, I would never go by using the people that I love uh, against me. So, um, I have to be cautious about how I react to these, you know, and, and to these, to these pokes, these, to these, to these pressure points because, um, triggers, triggers, thank Yeah. Because they could, they could ruin who I am. And, um. That relationship that I talked about on uh, the moving forward, that that was a situation that genuinely changed my life because I've had to stop holding on to someone, trying to change somebody when, I, when you can't change nobody. You can only do what's best for for you and, and, and them. And if you truly care about them, let them go. And after doing that, it, CT evolved. Like, no doubt. No, I appreciate you sharing that with us because, yeah, I mean... That moving, that moving on episode, that was uh, that was a doozy. That was, a, I mean, I remember that one very, very, very well. But it was, you know, too too long since we've been able to have that kind of connection when we'd be able to really feel comfortable, ultimately opening up. But 
I mean, I guess, yeah, there's always going to be triggers in life that kind of bait you and pry you to being out of character. And, you know, we even see it in sports. We see it in life when people act out of personality. We see it amongst ourselves when we play in the gym and everybody once in a while gets a little too hot in it. Chris is pointing at himself, but he's not the only one. So there's really no need to be that self-focused. We are all human. We've right, been guilty of it before. And I want to give shout out to uh, to our guy Coel because I was he was actually really interested in coming on this podcast. I talked to him about it the last time we were playing, and he just you know he's he's wrapping up uh, his semester at school, so obviously he's got a lot of. Uh, projects and school stuff going on so I think he had a group project tonight that he you know he couldn't miss that so totally understand but hopefully we can all connect on it soon because you know I just like hearing about everybody when you know we're talking about kind of having different backgrounds like even though we've all been brought to the same place I think it's fair that we all really have pretty different backgrounds even if we're all ultimately from the same area I mean Coel is the only one I would say who's not but everybody that we've met you know, through this weekly game that we've been playing, everybody has kind of their own story. So I really just want to extend it and get more people on Diamond in the Pod to kind of just open up and talk about things because there are a lot of, there's so many great personalities that, you know, I'm now, you know, we'd all feel like we know each other very well just from seeing each other consistently and playing ball with each other. So it'd be great to kind of keep that going. But Chris, you ever think about, like the relationships in your future, like obviously neither of you guys are married. Would you ever like think about like maybe the relationships in your life, like down the road or, or even after that, like maybe parenthood or grandparenthood, even like you ever just imagined it in your head? Yeah. All the time. And I said, how is it? I I say I can't, I I say this to everyone. I say, I honestly cannot wait to be a father. Like I, I wish I could happen right now, but you know, uh, no, I look, I look very forward to doing that, having a wife, having a wedding, having you guys at the wedding, Oops. having children. Nice. <laughs> We're in. You know, and I, there's only really, you know, there's two people, but there's one man to thank that, uh, you know, to thank for that. And that's, uh, my dad. Cause growing up, you know, he may have been working a lot, but he always made sure that he came to my baseball games, my soccer games, my hockey games, and he was always around to, you know, throw a football with me or hit a baseball with me, kick a soccer ball, whatever it may be, have a hockey stick pass in the street. So, uh, you know, I value those moments the most, and I can't wait to do that. Because, like, with my own son. And, you know, my future wife or my daughter, whatever I may have, you know, um, I can't wait. And I know most people might think I'm crazy, but, you know, I don't think you're crazy, but I got a few thoughts. I got a few thoughts. Just no, just because, like, obviously, I think everybody I think everybody feels exactly what you're feeling. I think anybody that ultimately plans on having kids at some point in their life feels, you know, what you are feeling. But it's hard to it's hard to know when the right time is. Oh. Like obviously, like yeah, I I actually look forward to it in the exact same way. Yeah. But you know, I'm a little older. I'm kind of probably at the. But most people my age, it's like baby apocalypse right now. Everybody's having babies. My sister in law is having a baby. My uh, good friend's wife is having a baby. My other good friend is having a baby. 
My other friend just had a baby. We just went to a christening on Sunday. It was baby, 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 baby. Like just every, I went to my first ever baby shower that I was actually invited to. Uh, so it's been baby everywhere. So obviously, my wife and I have been thinking, so baby, well, where do we stand on the subject? And, you know, we, we ultimately are on the same page that it's probably not the right time. My wife had to get her body right last year. You know, she had surgery on her leg and stuff, so... She had to get healthy again, and she's, like, just getting back into, you know, running again and enjoying exercise again. So she's not exactly jumping off the page to hold a child. So obviously, you know, that there's, there's it takes two to tango. There's people you got to work with uh, usually. Uh, but, you know, it's it's all good. You know, I and also, you know, we just got this house. We have a crazy dog. We're still kind of getting into the swing of things. We've only been here about a year. So we don't need to, like, you know, dive, dive in head first. You know, why not ease into it at a time where, you know, everybody's a little more comfortable if, if we're fortunate enough to do that. But still, to your point, yes, we do look forward to it. Obviously, you know, when you hold your friend's baby, you can't help but, like, think about it. You know, obviously, it's a very powerful thing whenever you hold a baby. Um. The relationship that I look forward to the most is knowing where God wants me to be and who is going to be there. Mrs. C.T. Johnson, Chris, bro, oh my God, you don't understand how how much I think about Mrs. Like, who is going to be the one holding down this this macho? Oh my God, you guys don't understand. What if you meet the room of your dreams and she wants to keep her name? possible i've seen women do that nobody's perfect you if you wanted to to, to would you just say you know what we'll find a new one <laughs> is, that not, is that not the one she doesn't I'm want to open. take on that title i'm open to it's a big title whoever god has for me if a, if a last name was not even english yeah i'd, I'd accept that right i was just teasing out <laughs> but um I, I i've always talked about you know children like i want to know what it's like to raise you know a boy because you know, mom, not a girl. Sorry, no. Uh, it's just a, I, or I, boy or or what? Just be honest. To be specifically, I want four kids. I, oh, okay. I want two boys and two girls. There you go. Just because I'm a magical. I want to know what it's like to raise a young woman and what it's like to raise a young man. Yeah. But um, and I want them to have siblings. Right. But um, the the boy thing specifically because yeah, my mother was a single mother of five, right. growing up with my four other siblings. I have six siblings in total. But my mother, she was single mother with five. And my my father, my biological father is non-existent. So um, I want to be able to do what he did. And a lot of young men, literally millions out there, have, have said this exact same thing. But I genuinely, you guys know me, bro, like C.T. Johnson. I exist without this man. You know what I mean? Like I am who I am without this man. Yeah. But it was not easy. It is not easy to be me. You know what I mean? Like without having that 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 figure. So um, I look forward to being the complete opposite, and um, to 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 give my my family a beautiful upbringing, and to continue to solidify, you know, what what the C.T. Johnson name means to a lot of other people and to myself. Drop the light, man. That was whoo whoo. All right, I just gather myself. You know, they know, Mister Arago. You know, there's always phone call away for you. If you ever need any yep. advice, and you know, 
Absolutely, same here. Same for C- uh, Ant. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, that. This is sort of more to my point that you know we're all coming from different backgrounds, looking at mm-hmm. things differently. Yep. And yeah, I mean, you're you already know that you're going to be an amazing dad because you kind of have the blueprint of exactly what you needed because, you know, you know, it, it, it was probably harder for you in a lot of ways than for most people, but you also were able to kind of know more in the future of what your future children will need because of when you needed it. So in a weird way, what kind of goes around comes around, you know, I hope it all works out for you and that, category and i know because of that you'll be a a fabulous father you'll be you basically you have a father-like figure when you're on the court already you just stop the game whenever you feel like stopping it you got like dad timeout on 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 trigger so i i already know you like it's you know like your kids playing in the yards get a little too rough dad just stops the game you got you already have that power that that authority and you know you do it in a way that is respectful and not like over the top authoritative so that is all good qualities in the dad world, and you know you're always gonna have people you can lean upon, as Chris was saying. For so, me, though, and I'm on a baby girl. Just throwing that out there, still though. <laughs> just throw that out there. Just, just one girl. I want a boy and a girl, but I want my first to be a girl, like daddy's little girl. And you know, when guy comes to take her out. Give him the whole spiel. Bad boys. Bad boys. Bad boys. Yeah. Oh, all, all three of us open the door. I'm like, I and him with the bad. It's inside way. You know? You're actually, so you're actually like already mapping this out. I already got this whole plan out. I've been playing this whole out forever, man. Forever. So, wow. Shout out to my future son-in-law. You know? <laughs> Good luck. Because you're going to have to go through Uncle Ed and Uncle CT. And so, actually, big, big pops over here. So, you know? Just manifesting it, but, you know, it's all fun and games, though, in reality. I mean, by then, that'll probably, we'll all be able to record that and have it be like a feature presentation for an, for a real mock or whatever. Yeah. Whatever social media will be by then, who knows? Uh, but, yeah, us reenacting Bad Boys, which will at that time have become an ancient film. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. In, your future daughter probably won't even know what it is. Oh, my gosh. I'll die there. Okay, cool. Yeah. But anyway, you you really kind of went downhill on that way. I don't you know I don't know I I don't I don't actually have it mapped out in my head. I would like to be fortunate at this point in my life. I'd like to be fortunate enough to have kids at a time that is right for us. But I also, um, you know, like things happen. Sometimes people have, like really excited about having a son, and you know you have a girl, then you have a girl, then you have a girl, then you have a girl, and then it's just like, all right, well, that's just what happened. <laughs> and, you know, because you got to pull, you got to stop at some point, right? Like, you can't, you know, feed everybody. So, you know, I it's I've know, I know people that that's happened to, and it's like, you know, great. You know, you're just, you're just a girl dad now. But um, sometimes people are planning on having one. It's like, oh, my gosh, you're having twins. or Oh, my gosh, you're having triplets. I know. I had a science teacher that had quadruplets. So, you know, it does happen. Um, but yeah, you know, that that's obviously that probably wasn't in the blue in the in the blueprint that you guys have mocked up. So life works in funny ways sometimes and you gotta kinda roll the punches. So I I I will take the opportunity for fatherhood no matter how it comes. I would probably prefer not for it to be on the quadruplet side, but you know, we'll see you don't you don't get to make the rules. So you are gonna be a great 
oh, thank you. Thank you very much. You're like a father figure to me and him, not you know, and to everyone else in that court. So just had to put that out there and throw that out there. So, so sorry about for that. Oh, I appreciate it. Got it. I appreciate that comment very much. I mean, I mean, if I, I don't know. I mean, I just, on the court, I kind of feel like I'm probably more of an uncle. You think a father? Father figure. Oh, wow. What do you think? I, I posted you. You know, you, you know what I was thinking about. I never really... Uh, and that that's like everybody knows that um you 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 are the underdog like you have uh, it's probably just because I'm the oldest no no it's a, it's about what this what this means to us like this podcast that that gym you know, everyone has their voice other pe- everyone expresses it in a different way but the way that you do it it's it's beneficial for for everyone and that's taken for granted not everybody you know acknowledges that and appreciates that so that's why. So I feel like I annoy people all the time. Like, it happens, definitely. Some of the younger guys, definitely. Sometimes I'll be coach, maybe coaching them up a little bit. Father isn't is going to annoy their child. Like, yeah, it's true, I guess. Sometimes you got to, you know, to get tough and better, you got to give them tough love. Tough love. Uh, I, I think we're seeing development in some of the younger players. I don't know. I don't know. Not that they asked for it, but we gave them the coaching. Hey, you're going to be a great father. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it very much. And, you know, I think I think everyone at this table will be a fantastic father in their own way. And if you ever need, like, a dad question, we're going to have, like, diamond in the dad pot, like, one day. And it can be virtually done. And it could be it might have to be, like, 15 minutes if, or 10 minutes if people are dealing with babies. But it's going to be uh, an occasional connection that, you know, we're not going to lose. So that's, that's important, I think. So... Thanks. I mean, honestly, I, I'm looking at the end of my sheet here. I, I feel like we've ended on a real high, and I think, feel like we're in a good place. Does anybody have any final comments or thoughts uh, on the subject of relationship? Yeah, let's hear I it. I want us all to answer it. Yeah. Um, I, this is for all the younger listeners, because, you know, there's, there's people out there in relationships, and turning, turning good friendships into, you know, ruining them, trying to make them more than what they should be. So I want to ask you guys, like, how do you go about friendships or relationships? If you want to get to know an individual, you see them, they, they, you're drawn to them in some way. How do you go about, how you go about that? Well, like, you mean like introducing myself to someone I want to maybe get to know or, or feel like I have a connection with? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, this is going to sound weird, but I feel like when you want to make a friend, it's almost a little like dating in the beginning. Like you just kind of want to like make yourself seen. And you kind of like say, oh, this person, like maybe we have something in common or maybe you laugh at the same joke. Like in school, it's easy. Like in school, like if you happen to be next to somebody or your locker's next to somebody or you're on the same team, you're in this, you're, you know, you're wearing the same shirt, you like the same team or whatever. Like that, that to me is like very, very easy. And then when you get older, obviously it kind of transforms like into dating, like same sort of thing. Like, you know, maybe there's somebody you're into that, you know, you feel like you have a connection with. Uh, but then, you know, you guys, you young guys, you probably think a lot of this can be done on this mobile device. I mean, I don't know. I mean, a lot, a lot of people, uh, there are apps now, like you like friend apps, right? Like it doesn't have to necessarily be like a dating app, right? So, I mean, that's a good question. That's, that's how I did it. And I'm married now. And at this point, all the friends I make are like, Friends I had, they got married. Now we got friends because of them. And then, like, you know, like, you just meet people's spouses in their, like, circles sometimes. And then you, like, you had a big barbecue. And then, like, oh, is the, 
that guy's friend was there. He was really cool. Oh, we like talking about the Mets out one time. Let's go do that. That's sort of how like older friendships kind of happen. Neighbors, like all people, are probably like, oh, hey, you know, you we live next door, so let's be nice because it'd probably be better than not being nice to somebody that I see every day. So that's kind of that's where I'm at now. But you know, when I was your age, that that was how it was done. Like it wasn't done on the phone. You guys. You guys made all your friendships on the phone, right? Nobody met in person. I'm just joking. Um, no. You, how many friends have you made from the phone? This this is a brotherhood right there, but it did start through his his direct message. He reached out to me. Really? How did you? How did I didn't know that? I didn't know it. We are we are digitally born. No friendship. We played basketball. We played basketball, but through the group chat, he got my he got my number and he reached out to me. Right. Oh, you mean me and you through him. Now I kind of get it. Yeah. Okay. That's a little different. I, cause some, I was saying like some people I would assume in today's world are able to sort of, because they have like apps for like maybe you're looking for like a dog walking group or maybe you're work, looking for like a racquetball squad. Like it's like old people ways of meeting people because not everybody meets. Like what, cause when you work at the same place every single day, you don't always get to meet a lot of new people. So I feel like now, it also, with younger people, you have that ability to use the phone. So I was curious if you guys had any, like, friendships that went through the phone first before you met them. My only girl, girlfriend, yeah, that was through social media. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is very common. Video games for me. Wow. There you go. So you were, like, shooting each other's face off, and you thought and that was the time you thought you could be friends? I actually, I did have that when I was, you know, because video online video games kind of happened when I was like in middle school. Yeah. So yeah, I'm there were there was some friendships there. Yeah. To answer your question, I'll keep it short and simple. Take your take your time. Okay. The best relationships, if we're talking about girlfriend, boyfriend, 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 girlfriend, girlfriend, whatever you're into, start as a friendship. That's the best way. That's the best possible way to have a relationship. And grow something with someone is being facts, you know, friends with someone first and then really getting to know them, being there for them, you know, like Ann said, like, you know, maybe you guys like the same stuff. That's the best way to start a relationship is becoming friendly with that person and, you know, really trying to get to know that person on I don't want to say deeper level right away, but like, you know, kind of like speed dating in a way, like, you know. Crawl before you yeah. I'll warn you for yeah. 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 I mean, I think that that's because you're old school. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Duh. Or me and Lexi started dating. You know, we, we, it didn't take, it took us about eight months to start actually legit, like label wise. And, you know, I still brought her everywhere. We talked about everything and, life deep conversations spiritually emotionally physically whatever it may be and i think that that really formed into something beautiful and i'm if i'm not mistaken you and your wife were friends before you started dating so not particularly really we so we actually met um you know at a bar it was sort of a flirtatious matter so that was sort of the first time we met because uh, she kind of walked through the back door where I was hanging out over there. And yeah, well, she, she told me, therapy. she told me, she'll lie. Yeah, well, that's how it's in our life. Yeah. Nobody's there. No, no, no. no. Well, 
<laughs> Nori started it. Uh, yeah, so she, no, but she uh, had told me she had just broken up with uh, some guy. And I, you know, kind of told her, I mean, I had just even like I told her I understood and like I could relate and blah, blah, blah. We just had like a nice conversation. And, you know, it went very, very well. And it was like progressing well. And it was, and then that, you know, date ultimately ended up going positively. So obviously, you know, but we weren't together together until like, I think like a month and a half, you know, like, you know, definitely not eight months, you know, it was a little faster than that. But, um, I honestly was kind of, you know, I kind of knew right away that we were going to be dating. So I was like, just like, I, I honestly was running to be completely honest with you. But she, she was just like, yeah, you know, come on, slow down. Yeah, edible. And it was like a month when you know you do. No, yeah. But it, yeah. That's why I was going to put the basic. There's no other way to put it, but go ahead. Um, so for me, it's kind of like what you, what you both are saying. You said like you knew right away. And then you said you got to take your time with friendship. So I'm a hopeless romantic. Like, me too. See, it's just romantic. And I believe in the love at first sight thing, but I also believe in taking your time with things. I believe for, for all the young listeners, in relationships right now, take your time. Like, do not rush anything. Simply talking to each other over the phone, texting, that is something you have to build a comfortability for before, you know, jump into, like, hanging out, being up, meeting family and all that other stuff, take your time. Like there generally has to be a foundation built. So um so I wanna share a story with you guys. Remember I told you guys there was a friend that, that referred me for the mental health um job. That that young woman was someone with genuine pure intention, straight up like there was nobody leading, nobody on intentions were like stern in the beginning. Pure intentions on both on mutual uh on a mutual, uh, you get what I'm saying? Yes. So she was direct, like, you know, it's, it's a friendship. It'll be nothing more than that. And that is something I've heard for the first time in my entire life. Like, there were always females that wanted a lot more than what they can get from me um, beyond friendship. And I would just want, want to be friends. But this is someone who would love to be with young men like me, but knows that there's a this is a time in her life where she can't accept nothing more than friendship. And um, she's up front. Up front, basically. And then... Makes it easier. Yeah. Yeah. And but it was nothing to get confused about. Yeah, it was such a um, a genuine bond. Like, I feel like I've, I've connected to with, with her more than I connected with anyone in my life. And then, on the other hand, there was just another first sight situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, like, the... Let's just say the intentions were, were pure on my end. Right. And... That's tough. And on the other end, they they weren't as pure, and there was a lot of leading on going, and it made things so complicated. I've seen a lot of romantic comedy movies, very very similar situation that you're in. Yeah. So um, friends out. So young men, even even if the girl is giving you all these yeses, don't accept them. Like this is my advice to you. I've literally had females say like, yes, yeah, do this, do that. And I would, I would reject it because I, I'm someone who generally has pure intention. I care about them more than they care about themselves. And this is just, this is just, I'm dropping jewels to you guys. Like, I want you guys. It's to a diamond show. <laughs> so, um, so if you, if you, if you come across a young woman that's saying, I don't want this, I want friendship, uh, respect that. Don't try to force anything. There's, there's, there's young women out there broken. There's young men out there broken and not able to trust. So you have to earn that trust. 
You have to earn that comfortability. Despite if all the like the stars are aligning, love at first sight vibes are coming off, don't accept it. Take your time with it. Make her earn you just as much as she wants to be earned. And um, yeah. And absolutely. I'm going to touch on that. I'm sorry we keep going. Keep but going. there's going to be, it sucks, but there's going to be heartbreak sometimes. It's happened to all three of us at this table. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you really got to try to stay focused and just keep your head up high because I know a lot of people who have been broken up with or they were in love with someone and they got hurt and they went down a very dark path. So to all the young listeners, the old listeners, I know people that broke off their engagements. Like, you know, life is very hard and, you know, throws punches at you that you don't see coming. But like for CT's sake, he'll say, you know, and my sake too, God has a plan. So if it's not meant to be, there's someone better and you just got to trust that it will happen to you and, you know, there's love out there for everyone, and just because you got hurt in the past or you may be hurt right now, it doesn't mean that you're never going to find love. So just my two cents. I mean, that's uh, Cupid Chris. I mean, that's uh, Cupid Chris picking up all the young men out there and young ladies who are looking for their next uh, next one. Let's put it out there. Hopeless romantics like CT. Uh, but thanks, as always. For tuning in to Diamond in the Pot, we appreciate sticking with us uh, as we continue to make content as frequently as we can. Like we said, it was great to have everybody back today uh, with all of us entering different chapters in our lives. You know, this loyalty to each other really means a lot. And to do it, uh, representing Down the Rabbit Hole Media, we have uh, our first official advertiser on the page, promoting my friends. I mean, by the way, if you guys want to get, like, Strong and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Chris, I know you're obviously a very big workout guy, but CT, you can get this uh, workout completely free uh, by my friend. I mean, I know you're already a pretty strong fella, but trust me, this program can kind of get you to levels that you didn't even think were possible in the category of overall strength and health. So this is Jihad Barbell. You can follow them on Instagram if you want more. You can direct them. You can direct message them right there. G underscore hop underscore Barbell. My good friend Shay Manzo, and he's a, a supporter of Down the Rabbit Hole Media, so we support his program as well. Uh, but thanks, as always, for tuning in, and stick with us for next time.